Welcome to another podcast from South Mims U, the university where we put the edge into cutting. Uh, uh, well, the cutting into edge. I mean, cutting edge. The edge into cutting edge. Yeah, we're still working on that slogan. Anyway, the point is, if you want to push the boundaries of thought, then you need to engage with South Mims U. And pushing the boundaries, and perhaps we could say waistlines, is what this episode is all about. Our university has been at the eye of a media storm for the last couple of months. And you might even have seen something about it on social media, or even in the mainstream media. It was the cancellation of our production of a play about the Passion of Christ. To help me unravel what happened and examine the issues which it highlighted in the field of theological and religious studies is our resident priest, Father Quentin Quimby. Hi, Quentin. Or can I call you Quent? No, you cannot call me Quent. And I just want to emphasise that although I was ordained a priest many years ago, I am no longer a practising clergyman. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot. But we all still call you Father Quentin. I prefer simply Quentin, but people can't help to call me Father Quentin. I just want our listeners to understand I do not represent the Catholic Church in any official sense. My focus is on teaching religious studies and not ministering as a priest. OK, got it, Quent. Sorry, Quentin. So, your play, A Hunger for Salvation. Did you have any inkling that it would become such a big deal? Well, it only had one proper performance. Yeah, but it's already a legendary one. Do you want to explain why, Quentin? Well, it's because of the actor I cast to play Jesus Christ. I made an error of judgment. He was a good actor. A very good actor. Gary Minette is a very good actor. He is a very compelling presence on stage. He is able to entrance an audience, capture their attention. Not just through his acting, though, to be honest. No, not just because he is a very good actor. Um... Do you want me to explain? Well, perhaps you'd better. Gary Minette is an oversized person. An outsized person. He's fat. A porker. Oh, please, no disparaging epithets. You can't say the P-word. P-word? Oh, sorry, you mean porker? Please, let's avoid those kind of insults. I, I didn't mean it as an insult, sorry, but but he is 27 stone. That's 387 pounds. That's over 171 kilograms. It's uh, big. Yes, it is big, but I didn't think it would matter in these days of acceptance where we embrace people for who they are rather than their race, creed, sexuality, abilities or um, size. I didn't think it would make a difference to his portrayal of Jesus. You're, like, serious about that? I am. So, at the casting, you saw this huge guy and you said to yourself, he could play Jesus. The way he read the lines was so sensitive, so moving, so true. If it had been a radio play, you'd have been okay. But this was a high-profile production by a leading university. I mean, didn't someone say something? No, truly, they didn't. I think we were all being sensitive, too sensitive. So he read for the part and you gave it to him right away? Well, we were behind a curtain. Sorry? Sorry, no. Um, explain that to me. You were behind a curtain? We didn't want to select our Jesus on the basis of what we thought he might have looked like. I don't understand that. OK. Well, some people think Jesus was tall and thin, with blonde locks and a nicely manicured beard. Others see him as looking Middle Eastern, with, well, long hair and a beard, and he nearly always has long hair and a beard. Though this is a relatively recent view of Jesus, if you look at some of the earliest representations of him, he was beardless, with short hair, though that was usually obscured by halo. Yeah, yeah, OK, the halo would have obscured the hair, I get that. But none of these representations, I'm guessing, had him as big. 
large, amply proportioned, oversized, a pork, sorry. None that I know of. So you cast the part behind a curtain because... We didn't want the actor to conform to a stereotype. We wanted the best actor, not the best-looking, clichéd Christ. Okay, I get that. So what happened when the audition was over? We read our choice, Gary Minette, and we asked him to stand behind the curtain, and then we let the curtain drop. And that's when you saw how big he was? It was. And what did you do? Well, we just all sat there. I think our mouths hung open for a moment, and then, then we all just clicked into what I call um, acceptance mode. He was the best actor, and that was the end of it. Who was on the audition panel? Well, there was Ralph Beeston. Head of drama, yes. And Carol Maynard Lewis. Head of human resources. And keen amateur dramatist. And blind. Oh, oh yes, yes, she's blind. She is blind. So she didn't sit there with her mouth open, in shock, like you and Ralph Beeston, right? No, no, I didn't look at her. No, I suppose she didn't. What did she say? She said, congratulations, Gary. You have such a mellifluous voice, so messiah-like. That's what she said? Yes. While you and Ralph sat there in shock? I suppose so. I suppose our shock was only visible for a moment. And, and what did Gary do? He cried. He cried? He was so pleased to get the role. I bet he was. I'd, we didn't have the heart to say anything, not at that moment. But you did discuss it. After, I mean, as a panel. Well, well yes. We had to explain the situation to Carol. And um, what did she say? Oh, fuck. So, she thought it was a bad idea? Yes. So why didn't you do something about it? Well, he agreed that it would be discriminatory and unchristian. Unchristian? Yes, unchristian, uncharitable. The poor man was so pleased to have got the part. It made such a big difference to him, to his self-esteem. And in the paper I did for my religious studies course about obesity and belief... Uh, uh, what, what, what was that title? Obesity and belief. So you'd already studied this subject, the link between being... Oversized and religious? Yes. It turns out that, especially in America, you're more likely to be obese if you're religious, especially when it's a more evangelical strain. You see, there are a lot more events at which there are high-calorie foods. Some megachurches have restaurants and canteens, and their belief system encourages an acceptance of God's will in terms of, well, waistlines. God wants you to be fat? And happy. Though there has been some discrimination. One book, Fat and Faithful, by a young woman, highlighted a pastor who complained he was getting back problems from baptising large people in a river. That's crazy. I must read your paper. Anyway, Gary Minette. He's a professional actor, right? Well, a professional voiceover artist. Oh, so he doesn't do stage work? He does, but his choice of parts is a little uh, restricted. What kind of parts has he played? He was in a play called um, Freaks Unleashed. Sounds interesting. It was about circus freaks in the late 19th century Arizona, and they turned into zombies after they got bitten by an alien snake. How long did that run for? A week, in Penge. Well, a week in Penge is not to be sniffed at. Anything else? He played a talking hot air balloon in a panto in Stevenage last year, then got a part in a stage adaptation of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, but that was after he'd gone on a diet. What was the part? The fattest man in the asylum. And he had to go on a diet to get it? Yes. OK, so you see who Gary Minette actually is, and you see he's, like, huge, but you still cast him as Jesus. 
as I said, what should what he looked like matter to his portrayal of Jesus? Quite a lot, I would have thought. Yes, of course. I know what you mean. But we were refusing to comply with stereotypes. We didn't want to give in to prejudice. But prejudice is exactly what you got, right? Yes, and rather a lot of it. I just didn't realise how hostile people would be to the very idea of a fat... fat Christ. Fat people suffer a lot of prejudice. They do. Most of it might seem petty. They could call names. They're seen as stupid or being unable to control their appetites. All of which is untrue. Indeed. But put a halo on a fat person and it just... well, it doesn't work. We eschewed halos. You eschewed halos? Yes, we have no halos. We wanted the passion play to be gritty, down-to-earth, real. With a big bloke playing the saviour. Well, when you put it like that, it does sound a bit absurd. Right. So, you went into rehearsals? Yes, and we had a problem with the Virgin Mary. She wasn't a virgin? What? Sorry, sorry, it's a bad joke. Bad joke. Our, our Mary was being played by Lisette Domain. Domain? Yes, her name was Domain. Her domain name? What? Like, you know, a website. A domain name. I don't know what you mean. Go on. Lisette's boyfriend worked at, well, let's call it a tabloid newspaper. Oh, I can see where this is going. We didn't think for a moment that anything would come of Gary's participation in the play. His role as Jesus, as a fat Christ. You didn't foresee that this might be like a tabloid kind of story? No, we didn't. We didn't think that way. We are Christians. We gave everyone the benefit of the doubt. So, Lisette Domain took a selfie with Gary? Uh, and they were in costume. And her boyfriend's eye lit up. He saw a story, yes. And it hit the front pages when? Three days before opening night. Then what happened? We got picketed by fundamental evangelicals. You know, religious extremists. And bishops and cardinals all condemned you, didn't they? They thought we were satirising Jesus, that we were some kind of atheist drama group looking to demean Jesus. We have a recording of what one cardinal said. Let's, um, let's hear it. The church is assailed on all sides by these people. These people who have no respect for the church, for the Pope, for clergy of any kind or religious people who honestly want to practice their faith in peace and without ridicule. This blasphemous portrayal of our Lord must be stopped. He was the Son of God. The Son of God could not have been overweight, grossly overweight, in fact. That is not theologically possible. Wasn't it um, St. Thomas Aquinas who said, that excess is the sign of the devil's influence. Gluttony is, after all, one of the deadly sins. Christ did not sin, therefore he could not be um, heavy. Is there a theological basis to the idea that Jesus could not have been fat? None that I know of. But that's a cardinal. I mean, wouldn't he know? There's a lot of prejudice, as I said, out there, and I don't think that even cardinals are immune to it. Perhaps he doesn't even realise he's being prejudiced. Um, he sounded very like a woman, actually. Impossible. OK, OK. So, so you had the pickets, you had the media chasing after you, but tickets sold like hotcakes. We sold out in ten minutes. But what about Gary? He was distraught. We have him on tape too. 
This is what he said just after the first night. Well, you know, it does hurt a lot, actually. I mean, my acting skills aren't dependent on my body shape. Sure, I'm large. I have what some people like to call generous proportions, but that's just me, you know? It's who I am. I'm an actor. That's how I define myself. Sure, you can call me fat, and yes, it is hurtful to be called fat, but I'm just the way I am, so why can't the audience see the character I'm playing instead of my size? Since the media have become involved, I'm too afraid to go out. There are people outside my window calling me a blasphemer, but I'm just an actor. All I want to do is act. Jesus is such a great part for an actor. It's not blasphemy, how can it be? It's just the Easter Passion Play. It's the New Testament, for God's sake. Did these people protest at Jesus Christ Superstar last year in Potter's Bar? No, they did not. Why? Because Dimitri Philippou, who played Jesus, was lovely and muscular, tall, dark and handsome, with mesmerising green eyes. A truly gorgeous man. So what's the big difference between us? Yeah, my girth and his abs. If you ask me, these religious nuts are fat fascists. I mean, fattest fascists. They can't see Jesus as a real person. He might have been fat. I mean, what if he was? <laughs> what if he was fat? Eh? Would they stop being Christians because their saviour was overweight? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, back then they didn't have the concept of being overweight. You were just a person. I'm, I'm too distraught. I can't go on. Please, please leave me and I'll, I'll have another cake. That's very disturbing. I mean, to listen to now, now that, well, after all that happened. Why didn't you cancel the performance? Gary wanted to go through with it. And we'd installed the hoist, especially. It seemed like too much of a capitulation to cancel the performance. What happened when the curtain went up? At first, silence. What was the scene? The loaves and fishes. Right. Jesus feeding the 5,000. A bit unfortunate. It was in the script from the start. But, I mean, a fat bloke handing out food. You, you were asking for trouble. I, I know, I know. Please. I think I've spoken enough about this. No, no, no. We, we need to go on. OK. Gary, as Jesus, prayed over the basket of loaves and fishes and said... Go on. How can I feed this multitude, Lord, with faith alone? And? Someone shouted out, Call Deliveroo. Then someone else shouted, No, just eat is better. The audience got a bit unruly. Very unruly. Gary was distraught. Did he run off stage? No, he wasn't able to. Oh, sure, of course not. He called for the hoist, but it malfunctioned and he was caught dangling over the stage. Dangling? He's a bit too big to dangle. Oh, please, let's move on. Sorry, the show was cancelled. We cancelled it. But the headlines the next day were brutal. Which is why we don't know where Gary is. And you'd like to appeal to him to return? Yes, we're determined to put that play on and to overcome prejudice. Well, I think you should. The hate and prejudice must not win. Yes. But, be honest. The next time you do an audition. No curtains. Good idea. But I must stress that if we have talent, then the way we look must not get in the way of people accepting us for that talent. But playing Jesus isn't really a talent, 
Gary is a good actor. He should be able to play the part because he can act it and not be prevented from doing so because he is big. We wouldn't stop him because he was black or gay or... Um... Uh, I, I think you're opening another can of worms there, Quint. Let's end the discussion there. I think we get your general point. Yes, yes, thank you. Okay, so that's the end of this episode. If you liked it, there are a lot more where you got this one from. Subscribe and share. Goodbye. Thank <laughs> you.